0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Still a lot happening down at the state capitol. I want to point out, Republicans are often attacked for not caring about the little guy. I mean, that's not true, but that's this kind of generic... um, attack that happens against Republican delegates and Republican senators, then when you actually look at what the Republican delegates and senators are doing at the state capitol, or trying to do, and what the Democrats are blocking, um, it it gives you a different perspective on things. Delegate Nick Freitas joins us here this morning, and I was pleased that you had put in a bill that would have allowed a patient to sue a hospital if the hospital charged a price that didn't Mm. match its... Pricing sheet. I will tell you. After my dad was in the hospital for so long, my mom's been in the hospital on and off the last couple of weeks. Um, the <laughs> I, I, I'm becoming more and more concerned that I'm I'm getting gouged here, or that they're getting gouged, that their insurance company's getting gouged, and I would like for somebody to address that. So thank you for standing up to try to stop it. How you doing?
2: Oh, doing well. Yeah, no, it was it was, it was my pleasure. This has been something that we thought we had bipartisan support on. Um, Unfortunately, uh, when a Republican carries it, uh, we, we lost that bipartisan support.
1: They really um, did just did. walk away from you
2: uh, yeah, they did they did um, we, we actually had uh, we actually had Democrats that had carried similar legislation at uh, at other points and um, but most of it was based off of what the Republicans had done at the federal level with respect to price transparency laws mm-hmm. and um, so we, we thought this was something that we had you know some pretty strong bipartisan support on and it turns out when push came to shove and it came time to throw up a vote on the board they uh they decided to either walk or vote no there was there was i think we had three that actually ended up voting with us
1: so what is that is that democrats not wanting you to have a win that you can go talk about they're trying to deny you that um positive news story
2: I, I, I try to be I try to be careful on judging other people's intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer to just look at the objective evidence that I have of what they've done. Um, so I, I don't know why they did it. Uh, it's not as if they came over to me and advertised it, but um, it, I did find it interesting. Uh, the, the hospital association came down pretty hard. They had about you know, fourteen lobbyists that all went around and uh, and talked about how this was going to destroy hospitals. and they, and they always do this, and it's never the case. Um, because all we did was we said that if, if you went in, there's price transparency laws that all the hospitals already have to, by law, comply with. Mm-hmm. And we said, okay, if they don't comply with that law and you all of a sudden get a bill much bigger than what they told you it would be, you contact the hospital and you say, hey, this is, this is the price for my procedure and you charge me this much and I'm letting you know I, I, I don't think that's right. And then they have 30 days to come back and say, oh, you know what, you're, you're right, Here's the reduced bill, or mm-hmm. they can come back and say, "No, we charge you exactly what we said," and, and here's here's the objective criteria that we have. Only after you go through that process could then somebody come back and sue the hospital. Yeah, and th- that's what these associations are saying. Well, that's just a bridge too far. Well, no, I I think patients are tired of, of living in a in a healthcare environment that, by the way, the government has created. Yes. a government a, a healthcare environment with it's one of the only places where you go in and you get a service having no idea what you're actually going to be charged for. And it, And it's ridiculous, and we're trying to do our best to stop it.
1: And if you once you get the bill, if you're looking at it, I mean, I, somebody, I'll give you 50 bucks if you can tell me what I'm looking at, because I'm going yeah. through my parents' bills. My father's been dead for six months, and I'm going through the bills trying to figure out what in the hell we paid for. Uh, it's really frustrating. So I'm, I want to point out that some Republicans hear those concerns, consumer concerns right and address it and then all of this talk about from the democrats about caring about the little guy goes out the window just because it's someone like nick Freitas, the republican who's carrying it i did see that you pushed back on senator louise lucas who seems to be reveling in her role as the spoiler uh image You know, poor Governor Youngkin, he's such a nice guy, he's trying to be nice to this lady, he's trying to cultivate a relationship with her, and she's just basically flipping her middle finger uh, at him and and cussing, and it's not very ladylike, to be honest with you, or even dignified, it doesn't have to be ladylike. I was glad you you kind of put her in her place in an an appropriate way. Talk me through
2: that. To, yeah, to be honest, it wasn't so much that I was trying to put her in her place as much as I was just trying to get us back to normal customs and practices. Mm-hmm. And here's what I mean by that. We had a bunch of House bills that go over to the Senate. After they pass the House, the Senate bills come over to the House, right? It's called crossover. And typically what happens is is that if you're looking at a bill that is like, – so if I'm looking at a Senate bill that's identical to what I had in the House and we voted no, typically what we do is we, do, we don't go through the same you know, potentially – you know, hour long process, but we still give the patron the ability to come up and testify to their bill before we vote, because you never know, something might've changed. They might've seen what happened in the house side and decided to add an amendment, right. And vice versa. And so that's always been the tradition is that if you're, if you have a bill that you've seen before, um, you, you, you'll still give the patron an opportunity to speak to it just in case they have any new information, Mm -hmm. new testimony, amendments, substitutes, anything like that. She lined up a whole host of Republican bills in Senate ed and health that were not only identical bills, but were just similar. So there were changes, to, but there were differences between the Republican bill and the Senate bill. And she just said, we're not hearing any testimony whatsoever. And the committee voted them all down, like killed them. <laughs> Didn't even let. I mean, again, it's it's this little bit frustrating because look, Louise Lucas is in the middle of a primary right now, and she's trying to show everybody how tough she is. And the way she decided to do it was by taking a deliberative body and turning it into a dictatorial body, and just killing everything. Yeah. And so when I had my subcommittee coming up later that day, I explained what I had witnessed happen in Senate Ed and Health, and I said this is not the way to do business. But I don't know how to I don't know how to inform the Senate that this is inappropriate unless they have to live under the same rules they're going to subject us to. And so I lined up four of their bills that were identical or similar. And we, the committee voted them down. Now, the one thing I did that was different was I said, look, if you're willing to go back to the same customs and practices, if you're willing to go back and let those patrons come back and hear their bills, we didn't pass by your bills indefinitely, which kills them for the session. We laid them on the table, which means we had the opportunity to bring them back and hear them again. Now, Fortunately, most of the other Senate committees and and I believe even Senator Lucas's committee decided that, okay, we're we're going to start hearing from the patrons, even if it's on bills that we're going to kill Mm -hmm. or that probably don't have a good chance of surviving. But they didn't bring back a lot of these other bills. And so it it was simple. It was one of those situations and I had a Democrat colleague on my committee um, who said, you know, Delegate Freitas, I think we need to rise above this. I said, you know, this isn't about rising above. This is about demonstrating that if you're going to apply these rules to our chamber we have to apply them to you, yeah. otherwise, uh, otherwise we, we don't have parity. Otherwise, you have no incentive to change your actions to go back to actually turning in this into the deliberative body that it is supposed to be. And and again, this is this is this has been part and parcel for the entire session. Uh, before bills even go over the Senate to be heard, Senator Lucas likes to, you know, go on Twitter with a picture with her of the trash can, dumping bills into the trash can, demonstrating to everybody how tough she is. And you're looking at this going, <laughs> you, you know, I, I have colleagues on the other side of the aisle who are tough, who, who still conduct themselves in, in a respectful manner with respect to looking at individual legislation, presenting good arguments on why they don't agree, and then voting the way that they have to vote. But the, the theater that we've, we've kind of been subjected to on some of this is ridiculous. And, and thankfully, thankfully this, it looks like the Senate did get the message and we were able to go back to, again, I wasn't asking for anything special. Just normal customs and practices with respect to the way we do business in the General Assembly.
1: Well listen I'm glad you didn't fall for that fake plea for normalcy and let's rise above it. I mean you know outside of the Capitol it does appear to me that the Democrats screw you guys over in the Republican Party on a regular basis and or certainly did before the Republicans took back uh, control of the House. You know beat you up and down the street but then the second you raise your head up, they say, oh, my God, let's, let's keep the Virginia traditions of, of good governance. Yeah. You know, at some point, no, there has exactly to be punishment correct. for the bad behavior.
2: Well, and, and typically the press just, you know, dutifully regurgitates whatever their talking points right. are on this. And fortunately now, because all of our subcommittees and full committees and everything like that are televised and you can go back and watch it, you don't just get their rendition of the story. We actually have an opportunity to be able to put that out. Yeah. You know, pe- people people sometimes tease me like, well, Nick, you spend a lot of time on social media. I said, yeah. Because it's the only way that I can get around the Washington Post right. in order to tell you the other side of what's going on. And, I, and I'm not telling you don't read the Washington Post or don't, read, don't watch what, what Senator Lucas is saying on her Twitter. I'm saying that this gives us an opportunity to go around that to actually give you our perspective. And that's where you start to figure out, oh, it wasn't Republicans that initiated this. We just want to go. Again, let, let's, let's, to use, to use an analogy. If, if we show up to a boxing match, Right, and it's the the typical rules for boxing, and you start throwing kicks. Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, I guess you know that, that, that's inappropriate. No, I'm going to throw <laughs> kicks back, and so you decide you want to play by the rules. Yes, so it, it's it's not that difficult.
1: Well, I hope folks will follow you on social media. I I feel like you have helped me keep up with what's going on at the Capitol. Uh, in supplement to the to the regular media. And I'm pleased that we've got a Republican who can use social media effectively to reach so many people and call out people like Senator Lucas for their bad behavior. Delegate Nick Freitas, thank you. Thanks, John.